taking your last breath. When a character reaches zero hit points, they confront death and roll the bones to decide their fate. On a 10 or higher, they cheat death, at least for now. On a 7 to 9, death will offer them a bargain. It won't be fair, but it will be the only way to get their life back. But on a 6 or less, their fate is sealed. Death may give them some time, but it is inevitable that they will pass from the land of the mortal folk and through the black gates. Welcome to Queer Dungeoneers. Ah. <laughs> no! <laughs> For the listeners at home, that's a four. Oh, oh. You only have four hit points, Cremora! The, the number of hit points that Cremora had. You just... Why did you do this to me? I gave you <laughs> options! <laughs> well, because a move triggers now... You have a move for this?! There's a move for this?! Yes, it's called Last Breath! Oh, <laughs> oh, right, yes, that move. It doesn't trigger yet. Let's go to the next scene. Nime, you walk through with Boris into a room. On every wall there are tools hung. You know, there's a shovels, screwdrivers, hammers. Picks. Spare scissors. <laughs> spare scissors. Mallets. Just general equipment for when things break. Oh, like, 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 there's nails to... tools to carve headstones. Oh, yes. Chisels. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Thank you for all helping me build this elaborate dungeon. Boris picks up a hammer and some nails, and there's actually some boards of wood as well, as many as he can carry under his arm. And he starts heading back out of the room. But, but, but I'm gonna, like, stand what? in front of him. Oh. He, I'm going to slap him. He jolts to attention. Boris! Are you there? And he reaches for his side. No, 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 no. He takes out his weapon. No, no. And he holds it at you. Boris, it's me. It's Nim. Hi. We met under a mountain. There was a worm. Can I parlay? I probably can't, can I? You need leverage to parlay. Do you have any leverage? I would if he knew who I was, but he don't you would if we had the spaghetti. If Fuck! You had the spaghetti still, then yes, you would be. What if I say, Boris, you told me about your spaghetti plan, how your wife left you because of the spaghetti plan. It's me. I really want to get out of here. I don't like it here, and you're literally the only thing that is like vaguely familiar and/or like grounding me to reality right now. So come on, I need you to come back, please. Holly, that is a ten. His eyes flash for a moment. He says, Norris. Norris. Norris? Norris. Who's Norris? You're Boris. Norris. Move. Norris. You're looking for Norris? Move. Norris. Can can I come with you? Yes. Okay, let's go find Norris. Okay. Let's go. He knocks on the door five times. Oh, dear. And then he opens it and you follow him through. You come into a room. It's dark. There's a window. Once again, the windows, when you look out them, pitch black, but this one has moonlight filtering in through it, and the moonlight settles onto a doll's house. And the doll's house is in the shape of a rectangle with a rectangle cut out of the middle for a courtyard, and with a clock tower coming out of the middle. Well, that's not creepy at all. 
What is he, this? He comes over and he, he starts looking at it and he puts his hands either side and takes the roof, picks it up and takes it off and looks in. Whoa! Oh no! What's oh no? She can see into every room. Most of the rooms are black, but there are some that are lit up and those ones have... Um, they don't have the details, you can't really see what the rooms are from just looking in this doll's house, but you can see on each of them there is a number written almost as if in blood on the ground, and there are one or more figures. In the room marked number one, you see the figure of a finely dressed elf with white hair. Yeah, except there's, um, it's, it's a horrifying worm creature, not a... Oh yes, yeah, not okay, yeah. Fine, you see a horrifying. I'm having so much trouble remembering that detail. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's maybe hot. maybe it's just how we think of ourselves. It's our internal imagery. And a wizardly-looking woman. Yeah, can I see that she's down? <laughs> the figure's knocked over, but but everyone else is standing up. Yes. <laughs> Number five, you see uh, a figure that looks awfully like yourself, and one that looks like a, a knight in fine armor. Uh, in the courtyard, you, <laughs> you see, you see a fucking shit show. Yeah. You see the figure of like one that's smaller than the other figures with auburn hair. You see uh, a slightly taller, humanoid-looking figure uh, that looks a bit messy and a bit older. And you see a much larger figure that is a giant red demon-looking creature with very large wings. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, and yeah, so so in that that's the central courtyard, and it's got a six written on it. But your eyes finally rest back on number two, which is also written, which seems to have another figure of Boris. First of all, eyes drawn to the demon, just like what the fuck, and then. Jolene's figure, what have you done? And then over to Norris, I think that's who you're looking for. And then down to Signana and Cremora. Oh, oh my god. Boris turns around, knocks on the door twice, and then walks through. I'm going to run to the door, knock once, open it, and run through. Jolene, Jolene, a cloud of red smoke sweeps across the ground where the shattered orb lays, then it sweeps up into a column and dissipates to reveal Baramos of the fourth circle. He is large, he is bigger than a cart one would say. He has long claws and huge red wings that span out behind him with spikes coming off of them. Alright mortals, now Let's do our deals. Marek. Y- yes Yes, you're here, finally! I will tell you my deal. You will have eternal life if you destroy that bell! Out of curiosity, <clears throat> why do you want us to destroy that bell? It's just a bell, right? Foolish mortal, do not ask why. You have obstructed me enough. I have You should be lucky that I do not turn you into mulch. I just asked a question. Why do you want that belt destroyed? I will give you the information you seek if you destroy that bell. Okay, okay it's not my finest deal. No, it's not. Definitely not. <laughs> You're really, really not not on the ball with, like, me specifically today. You turn around and Marek has already run off 
trying to get into the tower, trying to scramble up and destroy the bell. Does he have any chance of getting up there? You don't see what's really stopping him. I mean, you're not there stopping him. That's fair. I am going to throw a knife at his back. Ah, uh, so let me just shred up his health here. Ah! That's a six! Your dagger lands in between his shoulder blades. That's not very nice. Mortal, you are interfering. Okay. Do you want me to destroy you? Ah, fine, I won't. Out of curiosity, yes? what are you doing here? Do you just pop out of, like, other people's balls, like, you know, just to say hi? And- it took an extensive ritual to bring me here. I didn't just pop on into someone's balls. I mean, you kind of popped into my balls. Well, that was a mistake. Well, yeah. I regret okay. it. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. You're the worst person I've ever met, and I literally torture people the rest of the time. That's fair. I mean, they're not going to be particularly terrible since you hold so much power over them, right? I hold so much power over you. Really? Do you? He holds out his hand, and the scales on your hand start growing out down your arms, and then bounce back to where they were. Okay, so you can induce a bit more of the scaly juice? What else? That was just a sample of my power. You know that was just a sample of my power. Okay, maybe. It's, it's very obvious. Oh, yeah, okay, it's sure. like, Fine. I wasn't even trying. Did you see me sweat? Am I sweating right now? No, I can't tell if you're sweating <gasps> right now. You're just a demon. How do, I, how do I know if you're sweating right now? Maybe you don't have pores. Maybe every time you go Bottle. to... Maybe you think this is cold. A fireball starts growing in his hands. Oh, God. I'm sick of this. Please, do something for me so I don't destroy you. Make yourself worth existing. As Marek's up the top, I'm up with the bell. I'm going to destroy it. Um, and he hits it and it goes, but he didn't ding it properly. It just kind of makes an echoing noise. If you tell me what the deal is with that bell, I'll go and destroy it for you. Okay. Really? Yeah. He pulls out a contract. I'm not signing anything. I can't read. (laughs) In character. You can't read? Out of character. You can't read? <laughs> <laughs> She's lying. Oh. So you're telling me you know advanced mathematics, you know about hypotenuses, but you don't know how to read? No, I had everything explained to me. You're a bit daft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to read this. It's an infernal anyway. What is that? It's a contract. Okay, what does the contract say? It says that I will tell you some information. Yes. And you will destroy the Bell of Busker. Ah. So, this is a Bell of Busker? Why are you here? <laughs> That's a good question. I'd like to know as well. So, you didn't know who I was? No. You didn't know that this was the Bell of Busker? Nah. Your existence here is meaningless. No, no. I may as well destroy it. And the contract burns up again into a fireball. Um, is anyone else coming in? No one else is coming for you. Okay, alright, no one is coming for me. She's, I'm sorry. she's still stalling in the hope that someone... If you don't want to get hit by this heady yeet, then you're going to have to do something. Okay, 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 fine. How about... Look, why don't you just ask for something you actually want? Surely there's something you want. I wish I had more intel about you so I could pry into your deepest memories. I can do a lot of things. Watch this. He clicks his fingers and an imp appears behind him. Look, I can do that. That's a move of mine. <laughs> Three more imps appear. <laughs> Actually. But I can't probe your memories. If you help me out, if you agree to help me out. With? Anything. Well, okay. I'm, the one... I make the open contracts, not the other way around. 
Sure. I like to be a bit more specific. Okay, okay. So my friends and I are going out to stop an apocalypse. There's all this stuff about, you know, who is that guy? Kartos? Do you know who that is? I know intimately. How intimately? He is an enemy. Really? Because apparently my friends and I have heard that he's going to try and cause the apocalypse. That he is. Mm -hmm. And if he causes the apocalypse, there's going to be no one left alive. So if no one's left alive, there's no one for you to have contracts with, right? It seems that we have a common enemy. Yes. So how about you help me stop this apocalypse, kill Kartos if we have to, and I'll destroy that bell. He summons a new contract. Does the contract say what it says? It's an infernal. Oh, fuck. I mean, I can't lie when I make these contracts. Don't worry about it. I can I can be, you know, misleading. I'm, I'm required by law to tell you that. Yes. Um, and he summons a quill and hands it to you. Okay. There's a high chance I'm screwing you over. That's... I'm not this time, I promise. Okay. But I also can't say that I promise that because I probably am. I would like you to read that out to me. Ahem. <laughs> And he reads out something I can't... I'm, my brain isn't working enough to come up with a Yeah, it's almost 11. Sammy doesn't speak legalese. <laughs> um, but it basically does say that he, for a year, will put extensive effort into the destruction of Kartos and the prevention of Kartos's apocalypse, and in return, you will destroy the bell. No, seriously, out of curiosity, what what is the deal with that bell? Sign. One more condition. Oh my god, yes. Guess that is cool so we can start editing the contract. You help me uh-huh. until we stop. Yep, Kartos. done. Done. Easy. Easy. Would you like anything else? Yes. In hell we've got cars. What? They don't exist. Cars? No, no, no. They're what? like um very fast horses. No, 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 no. I, don't I can want get any you that. a car. I, I can get you a Lamborghini. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> Slaps contract you can fit so many. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want you to cure my mother, who lives on Starshine Ranch, and care for her and my sister, Lisa, for the rest of their days, and then their children, and their their children's children. Are you telling me that you are in a war with a god? Yes. You have an incredibly sick mother. Yes. And it took you this long to think of anything you wanted out of a contract? No. I knew precisely what I wanted. I just didn't know... I just knew you wouldn't do what I asked you until now. Fine, fine, fine. <clears throat> Look after mother and sister. Cure illness. I'll throw in a puppy. Would they want a puppy? No, we already have a dog. Do you want me to make it cooler? No. Do you want to make me to make it hotter? No. That that sounded weird. I I, I really <laughs> want to give you a hell. Are you a furry? I'm trying to trick you into having it. I'm not a furry. Furries exist on this plane. Uh, look. Okay, fine. We'll leave that out. I really wanted to give you a pet hellhound. It would have been funny. You know, you, I would have said, oh, I'll give you a puppy. And then it would have actually been a hellhound. It you can give hilarious. me a puppy. You don't okay, have a puppy. Okay, you can have a puppy. a puppy. Yeah, and I want to be able to, like, teach it how to do things, you know? Okay, you will be able to teach it how to do at least one thing. Okay, and one more thing. Like, I want Oh my god, to, I want please. you to reword it, okay? I think Merrick's going to accidentally ring the bell trying to destroy it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like That's actually. not really... Oh my god. Would you like a gold? I'll give you a gold. One singular gold? <laughs> Sorry, I, for balance reasons, I can't give you more. <laughs> I didn't get that much by looting someone. As in, my, the, the balance in our, in our coffers at hell. It's, ah. uh, yeah, of course. They shouldn't... They shouldn't okay, you have like... five seconds before I destroy you. <laughs> 
sign the goddamn contract. If you ask for one more thing, I'm turning you into my thrall. Do I just sign my name? Yes! Okay. And she signs her name. Okay, you sign your name as the quill touches the paper, it like lights with fire and sparks. And you finish signing the contract, and he says, Sucker! I was already fighting Kartos! You nerd! Now go destroy that bell! And she's going to smile and say, Sure, just double check the name. And she's written Charlie on it. <laughs> she goes. Run! <laughs> yeah, she runs towards the bell though. Signana, mm-hmm. cold hand wipes across your face and you feel it scratch and it turns your head as it does and it's just in time to see invisible marks run across Cremora's neck and blood drips out and Cremora falls back onto one of the benches. Cremora is still. I look at Cremora, now back at the piñata, now back at Cremora, now back at the piñata. Oh, that isn't a piñata. Or... No, no, no. Uh, Cremora? Cremora? Nothing, nothing yet. Just walk over. The door opens. Nim's standing there, like, really flustered, sees Cremora, like... I guess it's kind of like, blah, like, backwards yeah. like that. Yeah. I just look over the- Whoa! <laughs> the giant gaping more of teeth. Not even looking at you. <laughs> you run to Kimura and like, <laughs> cradle her! Yeah. Like, lie her on the bench and like, be like, checking her. Come on. Oh, oh my god, what happened? We were talking about the state of things and how elves are swans previously Kids, and then- d- d- and I, I'm like, I'm like holding my hand against her throat. Um, like at this point, you get the sense for whether or not Kamora has a pulse. Kamora, you appear in a room. It is dark, and there is sort of light emanating that reveals. One chair, it's a, it's a finely made chair with sort of a red fabric on the back of it. Kamora starts laughing. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, that. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. <sighs> Time to find out, I guess. She's gonna walk over to the chair. You sit down in the chair and before you appears a chair that would be in a throne room, like a huge chair. Sitting at it is a feminine figure with long black hair and a veil over her face in black robes holding a scythe. Her skin is pale white and she is holding a list and she reads the next name. Cremora Magnus. <laughs> oh, we have a Magnus, do we? It's so rare that you stop by. You know, your family really takes more than it gives, don't you think? I'm aware of what my family does, my lady. Why am I to think you're any different? I imagine you've seen them. My family, I mean. You see everything. You know enough. I have their gift. <laughs> I could strip the life from your realm and pour it into 
I could do what they do, but I don't. I try and use my magic to help people. At the end of the day, it is not my role to judge what you have done. I can hope that you're different to them, and I can be glad if the bones say it is your time to pay for their deeds. Why don't you roll? And she puts out her hands and sweeps them forward, and in front of you appears a huge bowl, and you get out of your seat, and you can see inside there are there are sort of small like knuckle bones and, and, and finger bones and stuff like that. Roll the bones and learn your fate. Which is in. That's a three. <laughs> Say goodbye to those you care about. And you're back in the mortuary. <laughs> oh my god! Cremora! Just reaches up and hugs Nim. You're okay! You're okay! Nim. What? I, I haven't got long. The colour is draining from her cheeks and the no, blood. No, 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 we can't fix this. You me. can't. I don't. Nim. I've never met anyone like you. You can't. No. Nim, I know enough about what comes next. And you can't stop this. And I know you want to. And I know you're scared. And I know that. I know you're going to struggle without me, but. Jolene can't help you. Sigzana can't help you. You're the only one that can help. I just think I can do it without you. Yes, you can. You know you can. And reaches up and just kisses Nim on the forehead. And then falls back. (laughs) She's just sobbing, like, cradling. (laughs) I hope she passes well into the next life. And standing before you is a ghostly figure. She's not even looking up, she's holding him like crying. Are you one of them? And you? Mm-hmm. She looks at Sigana. Are you one of them? One of what? People who have pervaded this place. I literally don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> Do you know bookworm? It it opens up and inside is just the dictionary definition. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it says spread through and be perceived in every part of. Well, no, I can only be just here. I wish I was everywhere. I could bask everywhere with my glory. I want to talk to her. She's boring. She understands. <laughs> you understand nothing. You are a fool. You father. You sound exactly like father. She turns away. Will you speak with me? What do you want? I understand what you feel. Who the fuck are you? How could you possibly? I cared for this place long ago. Yeah, well, I cared for this person. This is a place of death and respect for death. Your friend is in good hands, though. Really, really fucking good hands. She's dead. This place killed her. I don't want anything to do with this. The ghost kind of looks down at her own hand. You? 
Maybe I I wasn't here when she went. Yes, it must have been. She'll like lay her down, get up, and like walk over really slowly. That's drop funny. down onto all fours. I'm a bear, but this time, like, normally I'm a brown bear. This time I'm like huge and black. I'm growling and my hackles are up. I'm going to charge her. Roll hack and slash. That is a nine. Okay, so you deal your damage. Five. You pass right through her. You feel like you've hooked onto something. Like, there is some sort of presence here that you can interact with, but barely. And you feel that most of your attack was totally lost against this creature. And she turns to you. I don't want to hurt you. I know you're upset. charge her again. That is a 40. Deal your damage, and you can also add an extra d6 if you're willing to take an extra attack in return. Yep. 10. You blast through her, and you feel like a huge cloud from the middle of her body just sort of dissipate. She turns around, looks at her hands. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't fight you. And she sinks into the floor. I would charge at her one more time and try and like... You're just scratching at the floor. And it's just like really pitiful, like bear, like... A wheel is supposed to pounce that sucker. The bear's gonna turn on you. Mm -hmm. Just like roar in your face. Turn back into Nim. Go and gather Cromora's body. And... God, I hate to do this to you, but she's gonna leave. What do you mean leave? The whole area. Like, she's gonna leave the room, she wants to leave the place. She can't leave the place. Okay, well, she wants to. (laughs) I'm gonna take the sheet sheet off the other body and wrap her in it. Can I see inside now and see that it's not a piñata? Uh, there there was one slice made, yes, and you can see that it is not a piñata. Oh. You get it now? Well. Try harder next time. She's going to go to the courtyard. You knock on the door six times, and you're not going to invite Signal to come with you. I'm going to turn. It'll take you where you want to go if you knock. Try knocking five times first. You enter into the courtyard. You see a demon, a huge red devil, summoning a ball of fire, ready to throw it. And you see the target. The target is a desperately fleeing Jolene. He's about to throw it, and he hears the door open, and he whips around, and he says... <laughs> Imagine Raccoon Mascara and Nim, just like, white hair, just like, look up, holding the body of her friend, just like... As he turns around, the ball of fire in his hand shrinks, and he too shrinks down just a little. His skin becomes bluer, he becomes more approachable looking, and he looks at you and says, I think there's something... I can do for you. End of session moves. I am actually going to resolve my Cromora bond because if Cromora helped me, I will pay her back. And I did drag her out of that fight with the zombies. Um, I think I had, I haven't actually written it down, but I discussed this at the end of the last one, mm. um, which was my bond with Signana. Signana is the dumbest person I've ever met. I will do my best to enlighten him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I said that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. In the contingency that you do somehow make it out of the situation, you'll get that yep. XP. Cremora is ignorant to how elves are made, and I will show them the way. 
I was trying to show them the way, but in the process, I learned how elves are unmade. Yeah. <laughs> and learning what unmaking is. Okay, time to do alignments. Oh yeah, I definitely did mine. Can you please read out your new alignment? Okay, so my alignment is chaotic, which is cause a problem without resolving it. Yeah, you did that. Oh yeah. (laughs) I uh, did use magic to directly add another. In the general sense of like immolating a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Finally, the three questions. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Demons. Demons and shit. Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Yeah, the, the zombies were pretty. Yeah. Did we loot a memorable treasure? Well, no. Cremora stole our hearts. Okay, well, to all our cuties listening, um, please, like, send us a message if you need a Go digital... hug your friends! Yeah. Please and possible crushes! <laughs> Thanks for listening! We've got a few things to say this time. So first up, we have a Discord! Come chat to us and fellow cuties about the show, cute animals, and anything else under the sun. No seriously though, there are a lot of cute animal pictures. You can find the link to that in the description of this episode. Also, we're excited to announce our Kofi! Kofi is a way to donate money to the show that we can spend on assets like music or character portraits. Every dollar counts towards making the show as good as it can be. Plus, if you donate even three dollars, we'll thank you on the show. Speaking of which, thank you to Eamon, my mum, my brother, and my auntie Daphne for your kind donations. Eamon has been a great supporter of the show from the beginning and has done so much to connect us with other podcasters. Check out his talk show, But Yeah, wherever you get podcasts. And my family are pretty great too. Can't donate? Don't sweat it. Show your support by sharing the show with others and rating and reviewing. It really does help. Alright, that was a lot. See ya! See ya!